One more hour to go on Wesson Walker at Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. We asked you what Marvel character you think me, Walker Mail, would like the most if he actually got into the game. We got some answers on the Garage Door Guru text line at 704-570-9610. KC Steve called me fat one time. Now he's calling me boring. He said Hawkeye because he's so damn boring. Thank you, KC Steve, my favorite <laughs> listener. Bud Lightyear, uh, Bud Lightyear already asked the question. That's not one he wrote in. 336 said Walker's going to like Black Panther. Okay, Black Panther. I could see that. I like Black Panther the movie. I could see that. I'm not like the biggest fan, but I like it for sure. I think Michael B. Jordan was great in it. You know, so I like Black Panther. Sean, the Tar Heel fan said Walker probably likes Spider-Man. He gives off Peter Parker vibes. The thing is, he's right. I do like Spider-Man a lot. Yeah. And if you were to ask me who who my Spider-Man is, is it Andrew Garfield? Is it who's the newest one? Tom something. What's Holland? His, Tom Holland. Right. I know a lot of people like Tom Holland. Peter Parker's always going to be Spider-Man to me. That's who I grew up with. 704. I don't know how to feel about this text. Wait, they, you said Peter Parker is going to always be Spider-Man. To me, yeah. Just because Peter Parker was the first. Or no, excuse me. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire, <laughs> yes. Toby Maguire is always going to be the one. My fault, yes. Uh, Peter Parker is the actual character. I promise I know that. Blindside Chris said Walker's favorite Marvel character would be whoever is the equivalent of DC's Aquaman. Is there an equivalent wow. to Aquaman? I don't think there's. Is, is there, there a water, water person? Besides, only water person I can think of was the villain in the last Black Panther. That's a really good question. Yeah, Marvel doesn't have a water person. Big Cat Dan said Wong or Shang-Chi. You guys like Shang-Chi is what you said. I loved it. I thought so. I think that would be a movie you would enjoy a lot. I can see you identifying with Shang-Chi as well. 704 said Walker's such a nerd. He probably likes Ant-Man the most. <laughs> Ant-Man's dope, dude. I know. Is that, is that nerdy to like Ant-Man? I like Ant-Man a lot. That's but he is kind of like a fun Kind of, you know, not a lot of edge. Uh, Blindside Chris said, Walker likes Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy from SpongeBob. I do. I do love both of those characters. Last one, Beef Supreme said, Walker's comic character from DC, Aquaman or Aqualad? I've never even, I didn't even know there was an Aqualad. Talks to Fish. Marvel, who's, N is Namor a thing? Is that That's real? what I was talking about. That's the villain from the last Black Panther. Okay, so apparently he talks to Fish. Yes. Okay, so maybe no more. Maybe I'd be a villain. And the boys, I don't know what that, the deep talks to fish. I don't even know what that last part of the text message is. Yeah, I'm looking at this guy. I never heard of him. Aqualad. Aqualad. Aqualad does not sound nearly as good as Aquaman. That one, that guy is not nearly as scary, for sure. Yeah, people are making fun of me for the Peter Parker comment. I deserve it. I do. I was thinking, see, Tobey Maguire is so Peter Parker to me that I just give him that name in reality, too. Yeah, he's really not like, like one, if you watch the Tom Holland Spider-Mans, he blows him away. But isn't part of the endearment of Peter Parker the fact that he is nerdy looking? Because Tom Holland doesn't look like a former nerd, though. Like, Tobey Maguire embodies that a lot more than what Tom Holland does. He's also like 30 years old trying to portray a 17-year-old senior in high school. Sounds like a casting mistake. <laughs> Which is why he's not the best. Now I want to know who people would think Fiddy and I's favorite characters would be. I think that's interesting. I'm going to be interested to see how many people say Black Panther for you. Right. <laughs> that's what I'm expecting. A lot of people, oh, Wes probably likes Black. There's just something about it. I don't know. Black Panther, though. I feel like that's what your favorite would be. <laughs> really? Something about Astute hmm. observation. Yeah. I don't know why. There's just something about Wes Bryant that makes me think about that. 704-570-9610.
feel free to text the Garage Door Guru text line. We'll get back to some of those texts and read who you think Wes's favorite Marvel character would be and Fitty's favorite Marvel character would be. Let's talk about some more NFL free agency, though. Um, just real quickly, any updates on the Carolina Panthers we will provide, but also... We do have Aaron Rodgers, as you mentioned in the Fitty Flash. Just wanted to get your thoughts and comments real quickly. Do you think this ends up happening with Aaron Rodgers going to the New York Jets? Um, and if not, is there another team that would welcome him aboard? Uh, no, I think it's all but a formality at this point. He said that that's his intention. They just need to iron out the details. Who cares? They'll probably lose in the wild card or the divisional round anyway. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to get some more hate on Aaron Rodgers yeah, in there before we started to fill out the bracket. All right, let's move <laughs> on to the NCAA tournament. Let's fill out the West region and start with Kansas against Howard, who moves on in a 16-1 to battle. Got to go with Kansas. Not going to be anything crazy here. I'm not going to pick a 16 seed over a one seed with it only happening one time in NCAA tournament history. Arkansas, Illinois, really hard as all the eight, nine matchups are. I'm going to go with Illinois to beat Arkansas, even with the Razorbacks having some NBA talent like Smith and Black. I just am going to go with Illinois to win that matchup. Now it's St. Mary's and VCU. I think this is where I'm going to try to win some points against other people where everybody that sees a mid-major quote-unquote that is a higher seed because of a great season yes they oftentimes pick those guys to experience an upset mm -hmm. i like vcu i like their history but i think i'm going to go with st mary's because i think so many people are going to be picking vcu yeah. so give me st mary's to move on and then the final game we'll pick at least in this round connecticut and iona a lot of people like uconn give me the huskies to move on against iona to move on in the round of 32 what you think well i'm with you 100 percent i'm going with kansas as i always said the 8-9 is tricky, but I'm going to go with the SEC. And Arkansas, St. Mary's, again, they've had a tremendous season, even though Gonzaga beat the doors off of them uh, in the championship game. But I'm going to go with St. Mary's to advance past VCU and UConn. I think um, I wouldn't necessarily call UConn a blue blood. They've had some down years uh, over the last probably I don't know for a while. But for a minute, they, they do have a lot of pedigree, though, especially in the tournament. So I'm going to go with UConn to move past Iona. Fiddy, who are you going to pick in the West region with the first four games we're choosing from? Uh, I've got Kansas there moving on over Howard. In that 8-9 matchup, both Arkansas and Illinois, if they were to make a run and be this year's Carolina as an 8 or 9 seed to make the Final Four, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I, went, I went with Illinois, though. Um, I just trust them a little bit more. Arkansas not as healthy entering the tournament. That 5-12 matchup, a lot of people will pick VCU. They just won the A-10 tournament. Give me St. Mary's. Randy Bennis on a fantastic job. And Aiden Mahaney is going to take the country by storm this Look tournament. Alex. And then the 4-13 the four <laughs> matchup, that was all made for TV to see Rick Pitino coach against the Big East before he goes to either Georgetown or St. John's. Give me the Huskies. They've got Final Four potential as well. All right, let's move on to the next four games in this region. It will be TCU versus the winner of Arizona State and Nevada. A lot of people surprised to see Nevada in the field. It doesn't matter to me. I think TCU moves on with their stout defense. Gonzaga and Grand Canyon University. I would love to see Grand Canyon move on, but I do think Gonzaga is going to win in the first round. Then you have Boise State taking on Northwestern. I got Boise State with the upset here and then ucla unc asheville i mean i want to do it so badly I'm i've been sure. i've been talking about drew pember 
for, well, at least the last few weeks when we went out to the Big South Tournament. But you even heard it on the CBS broadcast that Drew Pember is one of the best players in all of college basketball. The dude is awesome, extremely versatile, offensively or defensively. The guy is among the best in all of college basketball. I might change this in the Wesson Walker bracket challenge that you can find right now on ESPN.com. I'll go with UCLA, but boy, I would love to choose UNC Asheville as a 15 seed to move on against the Bruins. What are you going to go with, Wes? That would be a huge upset indeed. I'm going to go with TCU over the play-in game winner that we will check out tonight. Uh, Then you got Gonzaga and Grand Canyon. Gonzaga is a trendy Final Four pick for a lot of people. I've I've even seen them as a national championship selection by uh, many pundits as well. So I'm going to go with Gonzaga to get the win over Grand Canyon. Uh, Northwestern Boise State, I went with the Wildcats there. And then UCLA and UNC Asheville, uh, I got to check out UCLA this weekend. My man Tiger with all that hair. Uh, you should have heard some of my son's comments as we watched the game. Tiger Ooh, Campbell, he had a lot of, uh, you know, he just, yeah, he made a lot of comparisons uh, <laughs> about his hair. He was he okay. was not a big fan of his hair. Uh, and then uh, what's his name? Is it is it? I forgot how they pronounce it. Jamie Hockey. Jamie Hockey. 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 Okay. Okay. Mid range yeah. god. Yeah, I like his game as well. UCLA. We know they have. Uh, pedigree in this tournament, so I went with them as well. Um, I, I like, by the way, I don't know if I've ever heard you put quite the AW emphasis on God before, but you just did that with Jaime Jaquez. Real quickly before you go, I feel like Tiger Campbell and Jaime Jaquez are eight-year players at UCLA yes. at this point. I, more than any other player in college basketball, UCLA has two of the eight-year program guys with Tiger Campbell and Jaime Jaquez. All right, go ahead, Fiddy, what you got? <laughs> All right, in the 6-11 matchup, I have T- TCU beating Arizona State. I have Arizona State winning tonight's playing game by Goma to the Mountain West. 314, give me Gonzaga over Grand Canyon. They've had a grand season that will come to an end. In the 710 matchup, Northwestern over Boise State, double by Goma to the Mountain West. The 215, yeah, I have UCLA. They're too damn good defensively. It might be an ugly win, but I, th- I think they'll beat Asheville by 15 or 20 points. I told you earlier before we started to pick some of these games that I don't enjoy watching Mick Crone and coached teams. And you got so excited that you wanted to give me a high five because you oh, very much so Can't share that them. sentiment. And it's funny, I like players at UNCLA or UCLA, and same thing with Cincinnati when he was there. But I just can't I just can't get on board with the style. All right, let's move on. I have UCLA beating Boise State to go on to the Sweet 16. Gonzaga, they win whoever that matchup is going to be. TCU is who I have, but we'll see about Arizona State, Nevada playing tonight. I do have Gonzaga moving on to the Sweet 16. And then give me Kansas, UConn, all chalk, man. I don't have too many runs so far from what we've chosen from. But give me Kansas and UConn to also move on. What you got for us, Wes? I am going to go with uh, Kansas to defeat UConn as well. Uh, Then I'm going to go with UCLA to beat Gonzaga. Uh, Again, like I said, I just like UCLA's pedigree. So chalk one versus two. And we're going to leave it there. We're not going to pick the final until after 50. Yeah, you skipped the Sweet 16, but that's okay. I or the round the... of 32, but I, I, it doesn't matter. That We're, we're good. <laughs> we, Wait, did we? I, I don't know anymore. I'm not sure. No, we, Everything... we went through uh, each round. We picked our first round winners. Oh, no, you're right. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> 
I gave you my I gave you the winners anyway though. I'm going Kansas over Arkansas. Uh, UConn over St. Mary's, I think that'll be a good game. Gonzaga beating TCU, and then UCLA over Northwest. What you got, Fitty? All right, so I've got Kansas and UConn getting past their second-round matchups to make the Sweet 16. Then in the bottom of the bracket, I have TCU. They have Final Four potential upsetting, in quotation marks, Gonzaga. UCLA, Northwestern, I have the Bruins making the Sweet 16. Then my Sweet 16 games, I have UCLA, the two-seed making the regional final. Then I have UConn taking down Kansas to set up a UConn-UCLA regional. Okay, oh. so so give me Kansas to move on to the Elite Eight. I also will have Gonzaga beating UCLA, and then eventually I'm going to have Kansas moving on all the way to the Final Four, eventually representing the Western region. What do you have, Wes, as far as your Final Four representative out of the West? I've got the Bruins. I'm going to go with UCLA, call it prison of the moment, but just checking them out. Uh, even though they lost to Arizona, but still, I, I like what I saw from them in Kansas. They did get the job done and won the championship uh, last year, but I still think Kansas, mostly, they choke for the most part right. when they get on the big stage. Fitty, let's land the dismount after somebody texted in, bless y'all, with eye roll emojis because of how disorganized we are right now. Fitty, why don't you end <laughs> it with a fantastic bow on this present? I'll do my best. I have UConn making the Final Four. There's not a big in this region. Region. That can match up with Sonogo down low. They defend. They get timely three-point shooting. And Dan Hurley is my man. He's the only Hurley that I, I that, that I do admire Surprise. and respect. And UConn back in the Final Four is good for my beloved sport. Give me the con to make it to Houston. All right, let's go back to the NFL. Maybe even mix in a little NBA next segment as well. Could this city actually get the number one overall pick in the NFL, which has already happened? And the NBA, MLS had happened too. What would you rather see happen though? What is going to be the most exciting, I would say, if the Hornets got the number one overall pick? What would have you more excited? We'll get to that in just a moment. Wesson Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Wesson Walker Show, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Keep the text coming on the Garage Door Guru text line 704-570-9610. Hit up Wesson Walker and the WFNZ Twitter. And hit up the WFNZ Instagram. And jump on in that Wesson Walker Challenge on ESPN. The free bracket challenge for you to test your knowledge against the three kings. And, Walker, I believe we've got some text coming in. Uh, one I wasn't too thrilled about when we're talking about the favorite Marvel characters of Fiddy and I. Yeah, did you want me to... Well, hold on one second. <laughs> Wes, did you want me to read that one, or did you want me to not read that one? Because that is, that is you throwing a grenade with the pin pulled out and saying, <laughs> here, Walker, 
You decide what to do okay, with it. I'll no, I'm, it. Di- I'm just asking, what did you want me to do? Because we did. did no, you it's want fine. Me- I thought you had more texts that you might want to I, read. I do. Would you? I, I can read those texts. Yes. Wolfpack James said, I bet Fiddy's favorite Marvel character to watch is Black Widow. You can make whatever you want out of that one. Uh, Fiddy, are you you're nodding in approval or not, Fiddy? Dude, it is Scarlett Johansson. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, and yes. Okay. Wolfpack James also said, Fiddy gives me Rocket Raccoon vibes. I, I think both of those I are. I could see that. Yeah. Me too. Groot. Do you know oh. who Rocket is? Yes, he's a part. I've seen. I forget about. Honestly, it's hilarious because I forget the title of it. Guardians but, of the Galaxy. Yes, yeah, I saw that movie. I There's liked two it. of them. I like. I saw the first one, but I liked it. Okay. I, I saw the one where spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it and want to watch it, then three, two, one. That's your warning. But I saw the one where Groot eventually gets attacked and turns into a little baby Groot. He doesn't get attacked. Well, or whatever happens. He, he dies. Do, he, he doesn't he doesn't he does he sacrifice himself? Yes. Okay. I mean I don't know about this stuff, man. Like I don't This is a very sensitive topic though. That was a real sad moment. But we love baby Groot, don't we? I'm yes. Groot. <laughs> Is that a good impression of Baby it was Groot? Good, decent, yeah. Okay, so those are a couple of the texts that we have. Um, trying to find some more that I will read, and then we will go back to them um, as soon as we get some more texts in the Garage Door Guru text line. All right, so let's talk about the uh, NFL draft. We know the Panthers have the number one pick, but we also have another team in the city who just might be able to snag uh, the number one pick on their own merit and not have to trade for and that would be the charlotte hornets could this city get the number one pick in both the nfl and the nba and what would be or which would be more exciting i will start it off and i will say that i think that the hornets just because of who the prospect is there is a clear-cut guy number one in the nba there is a franchise changing uh type of player at the top of the nba draft Many are saying he could be the greatest prospect of all time. I think so. Just to be honest, a 7'5 guy that plays like a point guard, can handle it, shoot it from three, do all types of stuff. And no, I'm not talking about Chet Holmgren, because I think that Victor Wimbenyama is better than Chet Holmgren. So I would say that if the Hornets got the number one pick, I think the the buzz, excuse me for the uh, not to get too punny, but it would be through the roof. Uh, as far as how exciting this would be. Uh, I don't know why DJ Skinner said, way to want to be a nerd, Walker. I'm catching strays on the text line big time, whether it be being a nerd or being boring from KC Steve, who's insulted me quite a few times on the text line. You have to light somebody up, Walker. Dumbass. Um, is that for me? I hope that's for the text line because I will light you up, Fitty. But you said you were catching stray, so I figured I'd throw one your way. Oh uh, yeah, hundred percent. We'll see exactly uh, if you want to keep playing that. All right, I I've got Victor Wembanyama, man. Like if you get him yeah. as the Charlotte Hornets, you have to understand the Carolina Panthers need a quarterback, but the Charlotte Hornets need talent desperately and have had to have some talent for quite some time. Yes. One franchise has never reached the conference finals in their sport. Another franchise has at, re- at least reached the Super Bowl a couple of times. Now, I know a lot of people are Panthers fans, maybe more so than Hornets fans, but Victor Wembanyama, even paired with LaMelo, too, you're talking about 40% of a starting lineup that would be out there impacting games on the floor with one another. With a quarterback, while it's probably the most important position in sports, maybe no, even probably about it, I understand it's a big move, right? We're extremely excited to see what's going to happen with Carolina. If it's a different NBA draft, Okay, you're probably having a closer debate between these two. To me, it's not any debate, man. 
I mean, if Victor Wembanyama, if you get the number one overall selection, Fiddy is making a face of someone who does not understand what Wimby is. That is the face of someone who doesn't understand what Wimby right. is. Like, if you get Wimby, it's unbelievable. Sure, you have the risk of him getting injured, but so do you with the quarterback in the most injury-prone sport that is played right now. Right. Yeah, man, Wimby is something crazy. I mean, you're if talking you about the high being packed every night, highlights every night. I mean, it would be. Liddy City. Oh, it's insane. It'd be a fun one year before LaMelo goes to either New York or L.A. Here's my problem with Victor Webanyama. Outside of all the injury stuff and stuff like that, like you look at the Panthers, they're suited to have the coaching staff to have a young quarterback be good for the next 10 to 12 years. We trust this front office, this coaching staff, to get the most out of a, a combination of LaMelo Ball and Victor Webanyama. The great news yeah. is it's not it's not hard uh, right. to select the easy choice here. Like, Wimby is so good, he's going to save the franchise This will be the itself. equivalent of the Panthers being able to get John Elway back in the day. The, the, the equivalent of being able to get, I don't know, name your... Or just generational say, but, quarterback prospect that you want to say. You, yeah. do, do you trust Steve Clifford to play Victor Webinyama enough minutes as a rookie? <laughs> uh, I think he'd get fired if he didn't play Webinyama enough minutes. Yes. Who he, is he gonna? He is automatic starter. Yeah, Wimby is Wimby's gonna be the guy for me. I mean, if we're talking about him being a generational prospect, and I know generational is used quite a bit here, but more so than even Zion, who we flirted with that tagline a little bit with. Wimby is more generational than that. Anthony Davis fit the timeline a little bit there, the tagline, I should it's say. A good comp for him. He might be in street clothes his whole career, too. And he won a championship. Has Charlotte? No. So if Anthony Davis and Victor Webinyama, Anthony Davis reincarnated, wins a championship in Charlotte, I'll take it. I'll absolutely take it as the number one overall selection. We haven't seen anything like him before. Not so yeah, at all. That'd be most exciting to me. Okay, so another guy we're going to talk about coming into this tournament, Duke's Kyle Filipowski, and we know what the tournament can do to guys. We've seen it in this city as Michael Jordan has selected guys like Sean May and others who have had tremendous NCAA tournaments. But could he play his way into being a lottery pick coming off of this discussion off the heels of an ACC tournament MVP and if he just goes bonkers during the NCAA tournament? Do you guys remember the Kobe White soundbite when he was getting interviewed after he was selected and he was really excited and surprised? Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Wow. No, that's so love, bro. That's so love. Cam Johnson <laughs> works all the time. It's one of my favorite soundbites ever because he's legitimately surprised and he's also really excited. Nobody had Cam Johnson getting drafted in the lottery that season. Turned out to be a good pick. Mm -hmm. Cam Johnson's going to get paid. He was a valuable trade piece in order to get Kevin Durant. Point being... Absolutely, Kyle Filipowski has a shot to get drafted in the lottery. It's a really deep draft class, no doubt about it. But you're talking about a stretch big. If he gets his three-point shot a little more efficient as the tournament goes on, that's just one more reason to fall in love with him. You talk about a dominant ACC tournament run that he just went on to help the Blue Devils win an ACC tourney championship. So even if he's not slotted really to go in the lottery right now, he absolutely could play himself in a top 14 pick. Now, the Charlotte Hornets wouldn't be able to select him because they're going to select somebody else in the top six. They're going to get Wimby. It won't be Filipowski. I certainly hope so. And with these mock drafts that have Filipowski going to Charlotte, they're doing that with the Denver Nuggets pick at the very end of the first round. So they would have to trade up to go get him. 
But yes, I absolutely think he could do a lot for himself with a strong tournament. Let's hear what yesterday's guest, Nada Edwards, had to say about the Hornets drafting Kyle Filipowski. It's Filipowski. If, if Filipowski drops to that Denver pick, you absolutely draft him. I like Terquavion Smith. I think the Hornets, if they're not drafting Victor, are probably drafting a wing there. You're probably going to get a Filipowski. Like, Filipowski provides so many different things. He's like if Frank Kaminsky was actually going to be a good NBA player. <laughs> That's how much I believe in Kyle Filipowski. So it's got to be Filipowski for me. I think he, pro- he would provide at least that nice little switch between 4-5 and maybe pushes a JT Thor either to be better or to be off the roster by the summer. And you know what's funny is that I made that comp with him this weekend. The more I got to watch him up close and in person, I said that he reminded me uh, a lot of him. And I said that I think that uh, he could be a better version. But I think that Filipowski, we know how the nation gets captivated around this time with certain players. Uh, We've seen it often. And so I think that if he does get in here and leads Duke and – you know, just absolutely is a terror the whole way through. I think there's going to be a big push for him uh, to get into maybe even the top five uh, at this point with what he could have the capability of doing. I think that's going to be too high, especially I think the the top three are locked and loaded. Mm-hmm. You have Wimby, you have Scoot, yeah. but even there are reports from Woj with front office execs and decision makers in the NBA about how Brandon Miller has moved into that two spot, even over Scoot Henderson. And yes, even with the off the field issues that are surrounding Brandon Miller right now, that's the top three that's locked the Thompson twins and overtime elite. I think those are going to be guys that are taking four Keontae George, Jarris Walker, who I really like out of Houston. I think it will be too tough for him to get to the top five, but when you're comparing him to a guy like Terquavion Smith, which is what that soundbite conveyed from Nada Edwards, a part of the Ion College basketball pod, I do think Filipowski is the better decision there. And I agree with the I agree with the comp. I think Kyle Filipowski, I think he's better at finishing at the rim. I guess I don't have those stats in front of me as far as the way he finishes at the rim, but I just remember Frank shying away from contact anytime he put the ball on the deck. I don't get that from watching Kyle Filipowski. Now, the three-point shot, probably better with Kaminsky because the shot, would I don't know if he improved it a ton in the ACC tourney. I think it was about 27%, but he can stretch the floor. Think about the last time the Hornets have had a guy that tall that can spread the floor. I, I don't know who comes to mind outside of Frank, and we know that didn't really work out here in Charlotte. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be pleased if he was somehow able to fall to the Denver pick that Charlotte owns right now, if Mitch Kupchak packaged one of those second round picks on top of the late first to move up in the draft to maybe select him. That would make some sense. But yeah, I really like what Filipowski can do. Yeah. See, I just, I don't know. I think that, and I know all the prospects that you brought up, but it's just, it seems like March madness picks somebody like the tournament picks you, you don't pick the tournament and they always pick a guy that just goes ham and starts to get that just tremendous, tremendous draft buzz. And I could just see it. If Duke goes to the final four, and he's just lighting people up left and right. I think the buzz will really start to grow uh, for Kyle Filipowski. So in talking about prospects with the Charlotte Hornets, though, question I've been begging to ask Mr. Locked on Hornets. Oh, you've been begging? Okay, let's hear it. (laughs) James Booknight still going to the G League, still playing for the Swarm uh, on one of the worst teams in the NBA. Is this proof that book night is a bus and this just isn't going to work look yeah i mean you can make fun of me for not being definitive 
I don't know if he's going to ever be able to pull out of this thing. I'll say with Charlotte, it's not going to happen. Not with James Booknight. I was reading the Charlotte Observer a month ago when it was right after the trade deadline and Rod Boone did a mailbag. We just did a mailbag segment. Rod Boone underwent a mailbag over there with the Charlotte Observer. One of the questions was, do you expect James Booknight to go out there on the floor and see some time? And Rod responded, you mean in Greensboro? <laughs> like it was, it was cold towards somebody just wondering about the former first round pick in James Booknight. It's not going to happen. Think about where we are right now. Okay. Bryce McGowan's I, the, the reputation for Steve Clifford is there as far as not playing rookies. Like that's a, that's a joke about Steve Clifford. But he's playing a second-round rookie in the backcourt in Bryce McGowan's, and he's not playing James Booknight. So this is not one of those things where Steve Clifford isn't giving Booknight an opportunity. Think about what happened at the beginning of the season. I think even without the injuries, the way Clifford was talking about Booknight, he was going to play the former first-round pick. He was gassing him up. He's got talent. You can't teach some of the explosion that he has. He was going to get that opportunity even without a LaMelo Ball injury. So he played... And he was really bad. And in Greensboro, go look at his swarm stats. They're not great. Uh, you know how Mark Williams went to Greensboro? And even if he was with the swarm, dude was dominating. He averaged like 20 points. His defense was very good. But James Booknight's not quite doing that. And Bryce McGowan's is getting time over him. Yeah, I just, I think especially with Booknight being at the end of of the guaranteed deal, there's a team option. I believe I'll pull up the payroll. I believe there's a team option on his third season in the NBA. I wouldn't be surprised if the Hornets move on, given what we've seen already. I would not either. Um, Like I said, I've always pointed to the trouble he got in at the beginning. I mean, in the off season. And I just felt like just everything you heard and saw last season, how, you know, he would get lost on defense and he just wasn't ready. uh, A lot of times when he got out on the floor and then you talk about the off season troubles that he had. I just don't think that the maturity is there for him to really just flip that switch and turn on and be a real pro and really just get his head together so that he can salvage, um, you know, his career. Yeah, TC wrote, was Malik Monk a bust? Charlotte gave up on him too, and he needed a fresh start. And I look, one of the things I argue most with about Hornets fa- or, you know, with Hornets fans with about Malik Monk, it's, it's that guy, right? Like I thought Charlotte should have held on to him, but they moved on. It, it still kind of is a good example TC brings up, though, because you see Jeremy Lamb move from Oklahoma City to Charlotte. And eventually it kind of worked out. It took a little while for him to mature, but eventually it worked out. Sometimes guys need new scenery in order to flourish in the NBA or get themselves back on track. And I think at the very least now, if you don't want to call him a bust, maybe you do. But if you don't want to, then at the very least, you have to expect some new scenery for him in order to get it together. Yeah, no doubt about it. And we know who's not a bust. That is Josh Fiddy Marlowe, who's going to give us his last flash of the day. Well, Walker referenced Wodes earlier, and he has a latest or his report on John Morant. The Grizzly star met with the NBA commissioner today in New York. Morant has left a counseling program in Florida and moves closer to ramping up for the return to the season, but he must wait on the league announcement of findings in the pro, which should be released soon. We were kind of talking about Jaw this morning, guys, and hoping that he does. You know, get his stuff together off the court. With him being out of this counseling program very quickly, do you do you believe that when he returns to the Grizzlies, he'll he'll be a lot more clean off the floor? Nope. I, well, I have no clue. But I'll tell you this: it's 
pretty quick counseling program. That's what I'm saying. Daddy underwent. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, you know, I'm a proponent of therapy and things of the like, and it takes time. And for some of the things that we feel like he has going on, it's going to take more time than a week or so to just come out and be like, oh, yeah, I'm good. Like, no, I just don't think this looks good. And I just feel like there could be more trouble ahead for him. I hope that's not the case. But, I right. mean, this sounds very rushed like, Jai, we're going to the playoffs. We need you ready to help us win a championship. Get another oh, one, Fitty. Yeah, also, Stanford P texted in that the Panthers are going to sign former Titans offensive lineman Taylor Lewan. I have not seen it on my Twitters, though. But so, it, but, but so it, Stanford P is our source. Yeah. I like it. I like source that Stanford could be a good P. Pickup. I'm guessing they will probably move him inside the guard. Either that or just have him as a depth piece right now. I don't and, think he's going to be a player. Well, he's a tackle, and so you've got Moten and Icky. You're not going to put him over Icky. So I guess Brady Christensen would be that guy that you play him instead of because Bozeman is someone you bring back on contract. Are his arms long enough, though? Austin Corbett. Huh. Maybe not for uh, – maybe, maybe for a former tackle to move inside. But if Matt Rule was here, we know that would be the first question asked of any of these offensive Yeah, he line. would have to be super washed at this point as far as injury-wise and stuff like that to come in and be a depth piece. I think he's a guy you put him uh, inside and, and let him do work. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But it would be a good pickup uh, for that line because he is a nasty uh, cat when he is healthy. When we come back, we're going to close this thing down. What's on tap and on this day in sports history, this is the Weston Walker Show Sports Radio 92.7 FM. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Wesson Walker Sports Radio 927 WFNZ. We have sources texting in to the Garage Door Guru text line. Stanford P said the Panthers are signing Taylor Lewan. Fitty relayed the message over the airwaves, and then a meet wrote in false report on Lewan. He said that because he posted a pic from Charlotte's airport this morning, and he flew to Charlotte to drive to Columbia for his Bussin podcast. So who knows? <laughs> we got a couple of different sources. Ah, oh, damn it, Stanford P. Well, you. You decided to roll with it. You know Stanford P, quite the jokester on that text line. I was looking for it, too, when he said it. You just decided to roll with it, and uh, you might have got burned. I, you you got to check for the check mark there before you go with the report and just put that out there in the public. Fit. Yeah. You we'll mad. never read a Stanford P text again on the show. <laughs> he hasn't been texting much lately. I know. Sometimes he'll disappear. Sometimes I don't know what's going on with Stanford P. I guess he's a busy guy, and he just doesn't listen to WFNZ all day long and through meetings and stuff like that. He really should if he doesn't. I want to know how he got the name Stanford P. Well, we gave him Stanford P-E-E because he said that he peed at a water park one time. <laughs> and I asked you to change that in the text line. It hasn't changed since. <laughs> so that's why at least we added the double E there because he peed at a water park one time. I used to spit at the water park. Well, this is what this is exactly the conversation that happened then. Yeah. Did you know this? Were you hosting that day? Because I think this was in the revolving door days of Charlotte Sports Today slash Midday. I did not know that. Yeah, Tell the story again for people that don't know, including Wes Bryant. So when me and Flounder used to go to the local Monroe Aquatic Center, 
<laughs> as young juveniles, we would go atop the the water park and spit down on the the people below. <sighs> Is that not super degenerate behavior? <laughs> Wes is Wes can't even talk. He's on radio. He doesn't even want to talk I right wish now. Somebody would have came up there and chased y'all down from there. Did Did you ever get caught? Did anybody ever see you do it? And yes. By who? An employee? A lifeguard? And they? What did they do? They just said get off there. Did they kick you out? I had to go talk with like the head lifeguard, and they told me if you do it again, you're going to be kicked out. <laughs> did you guys do it again after that? What do you think? Were you guys crying? I, I could see I could see it going one of both ways. Either you say, either you're fitty and you just go up there and do it again, or you're crying and then you say, oh, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. I could have seen that as well. No. You guys did it again. You guys are degenerates, man. But anyways, that's why Stanford P changed it to double E because then he wrote in and said, yeah, I think I peed at the uh, water park one time, <laughs> which is why water parks, water parks are great. But then you start to think about the, the tide pool. Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I like tide pools. They're, I haven't been to a water park in so long. In forever. That's definitely something that COVID just made it so much hard to ever want to go back, right? That, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, tide pools especially are the worst. Now, the slides are okay. I mean, because I think there's too much going on. Where, where the tide pool, you're just chilling. I think, like, people go into the tide pool to use the bathroom and then go back mm. out and sunbathe. That's what I figure. Ah, oh, yeah. It's kind of gross. So, is what I just admitted worse than Dan Orlowski admitting that he he uses his bath towel 30 times? It's a great which question. Which then led Mac to say when he was in college, he would not change his towel out for six months. And in his <laughs> dorm room, so in his dorm room, he had a four-foot uh, tall, three-foot wide pile of trash. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's I can't do that, man. Ah. Now I, the, the worst I ever got as far as my hygiene goes, I would I would have clothes all over the ground in my room. What? That didn't happen anymore. But I would do that. Like that's the that's like the most immature hygiene non hygiene thing that I would go about. You're still shaking your head at me. Yeah. Because I, it doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> what did you say? Because I was reading the 704 text. Nah, I've, um, yeah, I've, I've always been a pretty clean person. I had a run-in with one of my roommates at Wake uh, about that, their cleanliness. I mean, that'll lead to a lot of roommate fights. Yeah. The cleanliness. Especially after you clean up mm -hmm. your space, and then they come and just do something. Like, one time I had my roommate when I was staying with a civilian for a short amount of time, and they came in, and I had just cleaned up the room, and... Uh, he just throws his stuff all over the place. And I was like, yo, like, what are you doing? Like, no, it's unacceptable. Yeah, we've had, I mean, we've had some dishwashing arguments before. The mo I mean, I'm not going to say I'm a saint, but the most I would probably do is it's maybe get a little bit untidy with clothes mm -hmm. or um, living alone sometimes. The dishes might stay in there a day or two. Now, see, now I'm very good about putting them in the dishwasher. I'm I'm pretty good about that because I just, I want something to be clean. There's anxiety that builds if it's not clean. Before I go to bed, though, I do like the counters and the stove to be clean. I cannot go to bed if those are not yeah, it makes me feel so relieved when I clean the stove. Yeah, 100%. For sure. Especially you go with the stovetop thing. Uh, DJ Skinner said Max said he was in his 20s, not in college, but still, same thing. Same thing. If you're doing that in the 20s, that he was, said, he, bad. Said it was he said it was his dorm room. 704 number wrote in, don't feel bad. <laughs> this is the one that Fiddy's laughing at. Don't feel bad. I took a poop emoji off a hotel balcony. <laughs> That's a text we got in, Wes. He took it off of a hotel balcony. What was it? He, he took a poop off of a hotel balcony is what he said. Oh, my God. I mean...
How in the world does that even work? You bring up a great point because, like, I'm I'm just going to assume you couldn't get it to go through the bars cleanly. So, were you sitting Uh, on the railing? I mean, someone had to been. Okay, someone had to hold you while you did it, right? That's true. Either somebody's holding you. How did you clean up? Well, I mean, I'm that. I don't want to get too graphic. Well, I mean, but how I'm did guessing, you clean up? Well, I'm guessing you go back into the bathroom and then clean up. Oh, <gasps> what? What's the point? Well, what do you mean? I don't know what the point of this is. I have zero was point. It, what, did he have to go that bad and somebody was occupying? No, the bathroom? this sounds like shenanigans for the sake of shenanigans. Yes. And 704 said alcohol was involved. Of course. Of course it was involved. I wonder how high up they were. That's that's another question. If you because want to text then if us alcohol quick. is involved and you're up really high, that could have ended really yes. bad. Um, yes, I know a couple people in college. Yes, multiple people, too. That one person got real drunk and fell off of a third-story building. Or third-story balcony, I should say. Holy another God. person fell off a fourth-story balcony. Did yes. they both make it? Yes, they both did. One person had to have some pretty serious back surgery. And the other person got messed up, too, but not nearly as bad. I, that one story was a big old difference, apparently. I didn't know. I found out. Wow. I wasn't at these parties, but I knew these people pretty well in college. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty crazy, apparently. So I don't know if you're doing that. I just I hope it wasn't off of a third-story balcony, because if you would have fallen or a fourth story, you might have had some pretty serious back surgery. <laughs> Glad that he's okay. <laughs> All right, let's go to what happened on this day in sports history before we're done. What you got for us? <laughs> Your laugh killed me. <laughs> Man, on this day in 1997, North Carolina's coach Dean Smith became the career victory leader when the Tar Heels beat Jeff Rickards, Colorado Buffaloes, 73-56. to Smith passed Adolph Rupp with his 877th all-time win. Here's what it sounded like on that great day back in 97. Dean Smith has emptied the bench. And the crowd is starting to chant his name. 4.4 seconds. That's it. Dean Smith is the winningest coach in the history of college basketball. 877 career victories. And his team has won 14 games in a row. All right, Fiddy, I'm going to have to stop you because it's time to go anyway. But to see you dying at all of the dump stories that are being texted into the Garage Door Guru text line (laughs) has honestly made my day. At the same time, it's not like I'm asking for any more of that on the text line. Save me, please. We will pass the baton off to the Kyle Bailey show right now. It's been a poop show. Uh, it's been. It's the what show? Yeah. It's been a poop show in oh, here. Oh, you're going to call my show the poop show. No, we're no. talking about a guy who crapped off a balcony in college, and now guys are t- texting in their other legendary poop stories. 704 number. I'm glad I'm not reading them right now. Seven, 704 number. Oh, did. really? No, yeah. I, got off a cl- I got out of class one day in college, and I got home, and my roommate, who had been watching the, uh, the Jackass Bam Margera series, He's like, watch this, and he pooped on a candle to poop out the candle. All right. Yeah. He that watched you a man yeah, poop man, on y'all a candle. Stayed. I didn't ask for it. It wasn't my plan. I just walked. I pulled in the driveway, and somebody was pooping on a candle. But did we you watch it, it, or did you turn away? I was horrified. It's like watching a train. <laughs> I went and put some lighter fluid on it, so then he wouldn't have ever done it again. <laughs> Squirt some kerosene on it. Yeah, I, I said, hold on, give me one second. I know something that'll make this dope. And then turn I the hairs off his ass. Yeah, I hear you. And what with a, that, what a way to end the show. <laughs> Kyle Bailey up next. <laughs>